Why couldn't God make everyone one color, like tan? Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. <laughs> the show starts in 10, 9, Episode number 85. Ojo Cinco. So we we actually recorded this yesterday, and that would be Tuesday, 1017. However, looks listening back to it because that's what I do now. I listen to it right away. The audio again was fucked, and I figured it out. You know, because this is my job. This is what I do at work. We figure things out. We troubleshoot. You have to go through the troubleshooting steps. And what we came to the conclusion is it's TikTok Studio, which I don't use unless I'm streaming live on TikTok. But what TikTok Studio does is it takes control of your microphone settings and it adjusts them for you. Where the difference with Streamlabs, which is what I use to record this, Streamlabs imports the settings in and whatever settings you have on your mic it uses. TikTok automatically changes your microphone settings to their settings and it sounds like ass. I think they're I think it's calibrated automatically to go with AirPods because it sounds like death. It sounds scratchy, the mic pops, and this is an expensive mic. I'm like, it can't be my microphone. This thing, it just sits here all day. It doesn't really travel. You know, it's like I'm bringing it around. It sits in one room that's pretty much temperature controlled. (laughs) You know, it's not sitting out in the rain or anything. So I'm like, can't be the microphone. If it is, that's a problem. This is an expensive microphone. I'd be kind of pissed off. But it turns out it's got to be, I assume, after the troubleshooting steps, that's what it is, is TikTok Studio doing it. And Streamlabs has its own issues, like it eats up a shitload of CPU when you're using it. It taxes the video card. I don't know why, but it does. So anyway, we're going to move on. We're not talking about IT stuff. You know, we're not really going to go down that route. We have your... uh, we have to catch up on some daily Taylor Swift news. The Daler, Daler Swift, Daily Taylor. You get it? I don't know. We're gonna make it Swifty though. So Taylor Swift was spotted over this past weekend with Travis Kelsey in New York City, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps. He played last Friday. So he had the weekend off. They were spotted on Saturday going through some part of the city. They didn't really specify where, but you know, they're doing couples shit. You know, they're going around, they're being seen in public, holding hands and all that fun stuff. So shout out to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey for doing their thing. Uh, Just normal things. But what's not normal is the movies, the Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie. So I know I said previous podcast that I'm all for acting a fool in this movie, singing, dancing a little bit, you know, letting it loose because you're you're watching a concert. She's bringing the concert to you in the movie theater. However, the videos I've seen that have surfaced, that have keep resurfacing or kept resurfacing, keeping resurfacing, I don't know, show a complete lack of social etiquette for public appearances by just individuals. There's fucking people running up and down the goddamn aisles. They're throwing these fucking light sticks in the air. They're screaming, dancing. They're up against the screen. People are kissing the screen, which is, I don't know if it's gross or not, but I'm assuming it's kind of gross because it's just a screen that sits there. I doubt they clean that thing with Windex, you know? So like they're up there touching shit. They shouldn't be touching. There's popcorn all over the place. They're throwing drink. It's a free for all. It's not even a concert effect. 
And here's a fun fact. I've never actually been to a concert, but you see videos of concerts, unless it's like a mosh pit or like a fucking butt rock concert, Nickelback and the type where you're just going wild or if it's like a hip hop concert, people aren't acting the way they're acting. These, these people just let go of everything they know to be a normal thing to act in public. You can have a good time, dance, sing, scream, the whole thing. These people are literally like going to burn this place down. Movie theaters have been complaining that they have to refund people in other in neighboring movie theaters like you're in the theater next to the taylor where they're showing the taylor swift the uh movie because it's too loud coming from that theater so it's bleeding into other movies and the way movie theaters are designed all the all the sound is supposed to be geared towards the seats but what's happening with these people screaming and shit is that the sound is getting pushed outward and it's causing mayhem and people are buying tickets to other movies because the eras tour movies are sold out and then they just run in and you can't find them because no one's sitting the fuck down it's just a free for all it's chaotic we have to get back to at least something similar to a society we can't let this shit just fall through the cracks and let people do whatever they want because it's a slippery slope one minute you know you're singing and dancing to a taylor swift song the next oppenheimer's blowing up a city in real life so it's just a slippery slope and we have to we have to stop it now before it gets out of hand and i'm assuming every serious crazy fan has seen this movie if you're going there i mean it's only been out for a week if you're going there longer than two weeks and it's still this crazy then we got to have a little sit down a little powerpoint presentation before a movie starts and say this is how you act you can have a good time but there's things you don't do and what you don't do is run up to the screen kiss it you don't fucking just throw popcorn everywhere We're going to get rid of the glow sticks. I don't know why they ever thought that was a good idea. These fucking glow things. We're just going to act like we're here at the movies and enjoy it. So glad we got that out of the way. But there's also more news. And this news came out today. Maybe yesterday. Yesterday. Because the Phillies game was on yesterday. Jason and Travis Kelsey were seen at the Phillies game. No Taylor Swift. She wasn't there. Maybe they broke up. Maybe they didn't. You know, you we don't know. The thing is, we don't know what more than likely is happening is that she's the biggest fucking pop star in the entire world. And she has a life. She can't just be gal palling around with Travis Kelsey this entire time. She actually has a life and she got shit she got to do. So I'm sure she's like, I'm going to the football games. Enough sports for me. I don't need to see the Phillies who are the hottest team in the playoffs right now. Probably going to win the World Series. We can get into that later. They got Kyle Schwarber hitting bombs out of the one hall. Give me a break. But yeah, she wasn't with him. People are like, people are speculating. Maybe she's, maybe they broke up. Maybe the romance has ran its course. But in reality, it's probably just because she's the biggest thing ever. And she has shit she has to do. And it's a weekday. You know, she goes to the games on set on Sundays. We don't need to see it. Maybe she just slowed down. But also in celebrity news, and this one is just, I think it's the dumbest thing going. And it's got to be Jada and Will Smith right? Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, every day. No one's asked for this, by the way. None of us have asked for anything involved with their relationship. Nobody has asked, except for like the the week or two weeks after the Oscars when he slapped Chris Rock for making a joke, an alopecia joke about Jada. But since that happened a year ago, we don't need to see this shit anymore. We really don't. No one gives a fuck. But every day for the last few months, there's been a little leak of information, just a little snippet, a little story, you know? little peanut, if you will. And what's happening is Will Smith looks like a fucking simp. Simp daddy Will Smith. Because all the stories coming out 
or are how Jada's been either cheating on him, dating other dudes. They haven't been together since 2016 or 2017. Um, she's pretty much just been a, a cunt for a better word to him. She's treated him like shit, and he just keeps coming back and coming back. Like and like he took it on the chin after the Oscars thing. Everyone's like, oh, that's how you stand up for your lady, this and that. And then she kind of shit all over him. It was like, well, I didn't know he was going to do that. I wasn't really thrilled with him afterwards either. And people were like, yo, he just went up and slapped some dude in the face, which is not okay. But he obviously cares about you and went up there and did that in front of the entire world. And you're just going to be like, eh, wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy that. And then we come to find out that she's been in love with Tupac since 1994 when he died. And you're just like, it's 30 years ago, lady. You know, get the fuck over it. And she's like, oh, well, he had alopecia, too. It's like, I don't think he had alopecia. You see them eyebrows? That dude's got brows. (laughs) He got more hair in his eyebrows than I do in the rest of my head. (laughs) But even still, it's been 30 years. Get over it, lady. But every day, like today, I think there was another story coming out that she... I mean, they said today, like, they haven't been dating or they haven't been together in, like, the last seven years. And he's just been like trying to like not get her back, but he's trying to be like understanding of it. And she just keeps going out there and shitting all over this guy. They did like that red table thing where she just openly said he she was ha- she was having an affair. She was cheating on him. She was what she say uh, like extracurricular. She used a certain phrase, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" She like stepped out or something. She said, "Everyone's like, what the fuck?" Will Smith's crying, and they're like, "Why is this guy putting up with her?" You know, and that's their own business. Again, no one asked for this. No one asked for any of this shit. We just keep getting this Jada and Will news. Like it's, and like now I'm talking about it. So I guess it's working. It's propaganda. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but it's working. So everyone feels bad for Will Smith now, which is fine. But again, why are we even, why do we even care? But you find out she's doing a book. She's writing a book and she's like a tell all like her whole life and how she, you know, they raised, they stayed together for the kids and yada, yada, yada and all this stuff. And it's like, no one asked for this. No one really cares. And she gets, um, she, she was dating her son's friend who's like, obviously like 20 years younger, all this stuff. And it's just, she sucks. He's a fucking simp. He should stand up for himself and we shouldn't have to hear about it. Go to therapy. They should just go to therapy. Go to your therapist. Tell what you're saying to the therapist and let them deal with it. Or Will Smith's just got to be like, ah, fuck it. I don't need this anymore. There's just shitting all over me. But it also could be a PR stunt. Because Will Smith was painted in a bad light after the Will, the Chris Rock slap. And if you don't remember, he won an Oscar that night. But anyone, the only thing people remember about that night was him slapping Chris Rock. So maybe this is all a sympathy play. They're in, they're in cahoots. And she's going out there saying, yeah, I'm, I'm the asshole. It's not his fault he slapped Chris. It's because I put him under this stress for the last seven years or probably longer than that. So we need to feel bad for Will Smith. We need to embrace Will Smith. I don't think that's the case. I don't think they're that smart. If they are, we've all been duped. We've all been propagandized. But enough. Enough with Will and Taylor. Will, Will and Taylor. Will and Jada. We're good. But I brought up propaganda a few times, and this is the bigger point of propaganda. I want to make this large point about what the fuck propaganda is, all this stuff. How do you fall for it? Propaganda is just, it's just convincing you to do something that you would never normally do, right? Trying to tell you it's a good idea. It exploits your biases. It emotionally manipulates you to do things. It's a psychology trick, you know? They did it in World War One. They did it in World War II. Um, both sides did it. We did it saying we're the best country in the world. We had Uncle Sam, the Uncle Sam posters. We want you to enlist. And we painted the Germans 
Germans as these crazy, insane people. And this is before the internet. So we had no idea what German people like actually looked like or did, you know? So the news controls it, companies control it, and they could just pump propaganda out there. The more recent one was the Iraq war, WMD. Oh, they have weapons of mass destruction. We have to go in there. You have to trust us. We, you know, the CIA says it. Everyone says it. Turns out they didn't have WMDs. They had some ingredients to make a nuclear weapon, but they never actually had one. But we were all convinced and they did a good job convincing everyone in the public sphere to get behind that. And then like commercials, advertising, it's all propaganda. You know, they want you to buy their product. What's the difference between Aquafina, Dasani, Poland Spring? It's all fucking water. And like, yeah, Dasani tastes like ass, but it's all water. But they're trying to convince you like one tastes bad. I know Dasani tastes bad because I've tasted them side by side. But at the end of the day, if you're thirsty, you can just drink either water. It's fine. But some people prefer their own water, Evian or whatever the fuck. It's all propaganda because they're trying to convince you of something that they want you to believe. But there's a few problems with this because when when misinformation gets out there, disinformation, misinformation, false information, counter propaganda, all these things start coming into play. And it's it's tough to decipher what's true and what's not because you can one thing can happen, right? One event can happen. And this is a good example of what's happening today at the Capitol. So there's a protest at the Capitol building about the Palestinians. Everyone wants to cease fire. I don't really know. I didn't really look into it, but I just seen it on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, which is charging people a dollar an hour. But that's a that's an event that's happening right now, right? There's a protest at the Capitol. Just that's what it is. If you turn on CNN or MSNBC, you see peaceful protest at the Capitol. You turn on Fox, they're comparing it to the January 6th riot. So right there, depending on what you're watching is what you're going to believe. So if you constantly watch Fox News, you're going to believe what they tell you. If you constantly watch CNN or MSNBC or ABC, any one of these shows, you're constantly going to believe what they tell you. And it's not going to take that long to do it. If you watch it, I've always wanted to experiment with this one, but I just don't have the time. I just don't really give a shit that much. But I want someone that's like an avid Fox News or an avid MSNBC watcher to just switch for like 10 days. Like instead of watching, say you watch six hours of MSNBC in your office, right? It's like on the, it's on the public TV. Just leave it on and it goes. Instead of that, switch to Fox News. At first, you're going to have people pushing back against it. You're going to have people not believing it. But then after a while, they're going to start regurgitating some of it just because they're going to start being like, oh, that does make sense. Something There's always going to be one thing that clicks and eventually it, it's going to happen. We're going to be like, oh, this makes sense. What else are they talking about? And you're going to continue to watch, continue to watch. Everyone went down this route at one point. I think everyone did. There was a point where I watched the fucking news all the time. I watched either CNN, MSNBC, all the fucking time. Fox News was on in the gym. So before you're like, oh, you only watch those? Fox News was on in the gym. You know, I go to the gym a lot. And it was on every, it was on like all the treadmills, the big TVs, like it was everywhere. And then we used to watch it at work. So it was on. And I, never, I just wanted the new, I just wanted an in, input of news. I just wanted all the data in. And then you go from there. And that's one of the ways to combat propaganda is you have to get all the facts and then make up your own opinion. But the problem with some of this stuff is you can get wrong facts and then you can you can ingest the wrong facts. And this has happened a few times and it's happening more recently with AI, deep fakes, social media in general is that you can employ a bot or a bot army and they can just push this narrative over and over again, nonstop. If you go on X, it usually, when it was Twitter, when Twitter was in its heyday, back when like the Bin Laden news broke, Boston bombing, shit like that, 
There was no algorithm pumping one side or another. It's just pumping what's popular. And then what happened is they changed the algorithm and people found out as long as you keep pumping something, it'll get to the top. So you can just pump whatever you want. So people started pump employing bot armies. Legit, you can write a script that just constantly writes posts every day and that gets to the top of the top of the heap. So then one team does it, the other team does it, someone else does it, someone else does it, and you just keep doing it. And then you get bigger and bigger. And then before you know it, Russia is putting a shitload of fake news out there about the elections and they're putting they're making memes because memes that's where people get news from sometimes and all it takes is something stupid is a tom hardy photo in black and white where he's like sitting in like a suit or something and you put a caption saying some generic bullshit that he never said like sheep sleep lions stay awake something like that and it's just tom hardy staring at you in a black and white photo of him in like a suit sweating or something and you're like tom hardy's the man that's my that's what i'm gonna live my life by and it's like tom hardy never said that you know they do that's that's the simplest way to do it but you do that on a large scale and you do it with something with hillary's emails right you you have a picture of hillary clinton laughing and then she's like oh just sent classified emails to an unclassified server and she's laughing no one knows if that's true or not but you see it over and over again you see it in different forms and then before you know it you're just regurgitating hillary's emails trump russia is another one you see a picture of trump he's on the phone and he's just looking at you and it's like oh just letting putin know what i'm up to and it's and then Trump, Russia, Trump, Russia. And you just keep reiterating that over and over again. And then you again, like I said, you fall into these little traps where you're just hearing and seeing the same thing over and over again. It's just confirming what you already know. So confirmation bias happens. And the way to combat this is to get all the facts, do your own research. And I'm not saying research fucking dolphin climaxes to fix an Achilles. I'm saying look at research papers, talk to people, talk to the people you don't agree with on things. One of the main things that I've learned in the military is that you're going to meet a shitload of people that aren't going to agree with you on anything. And it could start with sports and then work its way down to like religion. You know, it ranges from every topic. But instead of being a dick, because you have to work with these people, right? In the military, you're stuck. <laughs> you can't just quit. So you, if someone gets to the same base as you at the same time in the same unit and you guys sit next to each other, congratulations, you're going to be friends for the next four years. You're going to have to suck it up. So it's a lot easier just to talk to them and have a conversation. And I mean, when I mean talk, I don't, I don't mean saying, hey, I can't believe you believe that you're wrong. And then whenever they speak, you just talk over them. That's not what it is. You have, you have to go in there with a critical thinking, an open mind and be like, how, why do you think this? Why do I think the way I think? Are we just looking at this from each of our sides saying you're bad? No, you're bad. There's got to be something in the middle because at the end of the day, in pal- in the Capitol right now, there's people protesting. But if you watch Fox News, they're rioting. If you watch CNN, it's peaceful protest. So if you just take those two dichotomies, is that a big? Is that too big of a word to use there? Those two sides. I believe one, he believes another, or she believes another. There's got to be something happening in the middle, right? So you have to try to get to the middle on everything. Always try to get to the middle of it. And then from that point on, you can disagree, but not have to hate the person. Out of my friend group, I am (laughs) the only one that's outwardly more liberal than they are. I don't let that affect our friendships. I don't, I'm not going to hate them. I'm not going to not talk to them or anything. Mainly, we don't talk about politics. B, it's not something that it should affect you at all. Like They're still good people at the end of the day. So it's easier just to talk to try to understand instead of talk to try to change somebody, right? And maybe they, maybe it's going to work both ways. You know, it could work. They could change my mind on something or vice versa. Rarely does that happen now because all I have to do is go on Reddit or Twitter and find an article that supports me and then I'm good to go. And it could be some article written by some dickhead in his basement, some basement jerk off with a blue check mark that he pays $8 for. So there's ways around propaganda. However, you have to be willing to accept 
that the information you're receiving might not be the most accurate. There might be some bias in there. There might be a reason they're feeding this to you. It's the algorithm for the most part that's pumping the information. But why are you looking at the information anyway? It's just, it's part of it. So you have to accept that all this is being flooded towards you for a reason, but you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes and try to combat that and be like, all right, there's a reason I think this way. And there's a reason they think their way. Let's see what the fuck is actually going on. Because a lot of the time you probably do agree on things. It's just that you're ingrained to just disagree with everybody. Everyone needs to just disagree with everything all the time. It's the most annoying thing in the world when people just disagree. Like no matter what I say, it's always going to be wrong because I voted for a person you didn't vote for. It's like, no, well, we can talk about it, you know? So something to keep an eye on because this ties back to the Will and Jada, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, all this stuff. They're only in the news because they're telling us to think about it. And the, the more it's in the news, the more we think about it. And the more we think about it, the more it's in the news and round and round we go until we find the next story. The next thing pops up and then we got the Israel, Hamas, thing going on. Israel's blowing up everything, which they said that's what they're going to do. But again, they're putting the propaganda out there saying it wasn't us that blew up the hospital. It was Hamas that did it. And it's like, bro, they shot a precise fucking missile that only you have directly on top of this building. This wasn't a a secondary explosion or collateral damage. This thing hit perfectly on top of a hospital (laughs) that was suspected to be a Hamas like headquarters. So you can't say it wasn't you, but they're pumping that through their news. Our news is pumping it too. Like, oh, it's Hamas that did it. So again, propaganda. It's everywhere. You can't get rid of it. You just have to keep an open mind on things. Be able to be like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong. Let's talk about it and actually have an open conversation. So we're getting too serious here. We're going to leave on that note. But first, I got a last question for you guys. And I want you guys to do a little self-reflection on this one. So you remember when you were younger, right? If you're over the age of 30, it's been about 20 years since you've probably launched yourself off a swing set. I'm not saying sit on a swing set. I'm saying you were swinging your ass off. You were kicking your feet. Maybe someone was pushing you and you launched off of it. You know what I'm talking about. When you launch off the end of it and you you either go as far out as you can or if you launch too late, you go straight up in the air. And this conversation came up at work because someone, someone's kid broke their arm on the swing set. And people are like, how the hell did that happen? It's like, because they launched, but they launched themselves when they were too high up already that they landed on their back and like they put their hand behind them to land and they just broke their arm. So I'm thinking about it. And I was like, when, when was the last time I launched myself <laughs> off a swing set? And I remember doing it in summer camp back when I was like 10, 8. 9, 10, around there. Sunshine Acres. Shout out to Sunshine Acres, little church camp. Stayed there for 10 days up in up in the upstate. There was a Jewish camp right up the road. We always had beef. For some reason, the Hasidics, the Hasidic Jews, uh, they were down the road. That has nothing to do with the story I'm telling. But they had these awesome swing sets. Big ass chain link, long, because the longer it is, the more velocity you get. I don't know the physics behind it, but the, the better the swing is, the parabola, I think, is what, what the effect is there. And like you're fucking cruising on this thing. You're getting some air. And then at the end of it it's like all right time to go to dinner or whatever's going on and we go fucking bible study and you launch yourself off at the end right you want to see how far you can go and again if you launch too high you don't go as far but you go up if you launch too short you kind of just run off it but you have to get that perfect launch angle if i tried that now or if you guys tried this now what are the chances you blow something out it could be a broken knee rolled ankle you land on your back you break your collarbone i guarantee if you're over the age of 30, you can't do this and walk the next day because you're going to do it. And if you do it the right way, don't be a pussy about it. If you're going to go do it, find yourself a swing that can handle your weight, that can handle the swinging. You have to you have to find a tall swing set that's got a lot of swing to it. it a tree swing is usually the best. 
However, I don't trust the ropes on that thing because Lord knows how long that thing's been connected to the tree. So those are more inclined to break. Then you're really going to be in trouble. You got to find a metal one that can handle an adult and you got to let this baby rip. Ideally, it's not on sand, but for safety reasons, you should probably do it on sand because it's going to fucking hurt. I guarantee you, if you launch yourself the right way and you put all your effort into it, you're going to break something. And it might just be like a sprained ankle or if you launch wrong, an arm, but something bad's going to happen. I know for a fact, if I did this, I'm tearing an ACL. I'm tearing my knee again. My knee is going to get torn because I'm going to land. My body's like, we haven't done this in fucking 25 years, you moron. And just, and that's that. It's, it's inevitable. Or what's going to happen is I'm going to go up. I'm going to land on my feet and my ankles are going to be like, bro, you haven't jumped off anything higher than like three feet in decades and severe soreness, maybe even a sprain, possibly a break. And I guarantee if you're listening to this and you try this and you're not a pussy about it, you're going to feel the same issue. I'm not saying go out and get hurt. I'm saying think about it before you do it. But if you're going to do it, don't think about it. That's some philosophical shit. If I find a swing set big enough to carry my ass, I'll try it, but I know it's not going to go out, go as well. But let me know in the comments if you can get on a swing set and let that baby rip, what would happen? Do you think you could still do it? Do you think you still would, got what it takes? Because I've seen kids do it. Mason can do this. Kids that are below 10, below 15 can still do this with ease. They launch themselves. Their bones don't break. Nothing. Unless they land on something wrong, they're fine. Their knees can handle it. Their ankles can handle it. They can tumble. They get up. They're fine. We're past that point. So let me know what you guys think. And uh, we're going to start pumping these out more often. So appreciate the patience. Hopefully this sounds fine. If it doesn't, I'm pushing it out anyway. So, and we'll see you guys stay woke.